the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 48, Management Maturity. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is the AV Profession, the look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tom Albright. I am your host with me to talk about the business of the AV industry is my buddy, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consultant. Welcome, sir. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here. So let's chat about something that, that is not... Um, necessarily talked about a lot, at least not in, in a lot of the sessions that you and I have been in. And that is being a mature manager. And I don't mean old and white haired, right? I mean, the, the maturity of, of management, management maturity, and how, first of all, let's talk about how you develop that as a skill. And this, again, this is not longevity here, right? This is, you know, developing within yourself, how you handle people. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it goes in the Navigate Academy, we just did a session on uh, distinguishing leadership from management. And, you know, during that, I said that a lot of companies uh, may feel they have both, but they probably don't have much of either. So management maturity is, am I, hold, am I helping to create the standards train the standards, hold people to the standards, and help them grow to accomplishing the next standard. So it's, it's training, it's development, it's management. And again, management is a down-in function where I'm uh, controlling the systems where people are working in. Again, it's very different than micromanagement. So a lot of people, I'll say, don't really invest in understanding what is their role as a manager. And it's really to grow your people to meet standards, to then meet metrics. And that metrics can either be uh, net profit, it can be you know, RMAs processed, it can be wires pulled, but there's typically some deliverable that comes out of anyone's function that can be measured, which is then created by a process which can be measured. And once I can measure that process, I can then standardize it and improve it and train on it and move forward. So uh, I'm going to say management itself can be somewhat boring, but what's exciting is the result and the growth in the people because you're really growing people to that, to fulfill that level of competence. And, you know, some people like, you know, create, grow to their potential. Well, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be a rock star. It means I grow that person to their level of potential, but it's, I got to have a scorecard. I see a lot of companies where the first five guys in the van are now still at the executive table uh, 30 years you know, later. There's nothing wrong with that at all, but what did they learn along the way? You know, did I, did I actually have 30 years of experience or do I have 30 years of one year experience? Yeah. And then am I, you know, and I've done a lot of study in, in management and leadership. And I always uh, grew to say, what I want to do is create people under me that are smarter and more capable than me. I mean, that's my role as a manager. And that's kind of the pedigree and go, yeah, I did a good job. Why? Because look at what they went and did. 
versus no, I, I have to be the holder of all information. Uh, I have to be the smartest guy in the room. And we went through, you know, different styles of management, but manage the style of a manager is situational. The competence and maturity of them, that's not situational. That's learned. Yeah. You, you mentioned um, measuring performance and, you, and yeah. you, how often should you do that? Because uh, obviously the, the, the standard in, in business worlds in general, and I'm not picking right. on AV folks here, but business world in general is you get an annual review and you may or may not get a, a raise at that point in time. Yeah. And in which case, most people come to the annual review because they expect to get a raise and then they don't listen to anything during the review except what raise did they get? So, uh, and then there's a whole bunch of conversation to say, is this a yearly? If it's a yearly raise, then let's separate out your cost of living increase. So again, if we're just given 2% raises, then let's not tie that at all with performance management. You're going to get one just for breathing. Performance measurement, performance management, I think needs to be done quarterly against a set of goals. What is, you know, Tim, new employee, uh, you're an apprentice. What do you want to be two years from now, three years from now? Where do you see? And this is the growth path that is optional, you know, that are there for you. You know, you're an apprentice tech, but do you ultimately want to grow into a salesperson? Do you want to grow into a lead tech? Do you want to be a field supervisor? Do you want to be a project manager? Do you want to go into procurement? Well, then here's the path to get you there based on, you know, your desires, but you're going to meet standards along the way. And then there'll be a time when I may say to you, Tim, you can't be financed because you can't count. And I can treat you all and you just never going to make it. So we need to move you, but that's my job to still respect you and move you. Otherwise you get into the Peter principle, you know, just move people around. And I, you know, I've uh, ex government. So there's plenty of that going along. Uh, but the, the challenge there being is that I don't want them. I'll give them to, you know, Julia or Tim or Fred. And it's kind of like going, well, why don't you manage them? Well, that'd be tough on me because then I would actually have to grow up. I'd actually have to hold that person to a standard. And I'll, I'll say it's easy to manage really smart people who are self-motivated. Well, that's not called management. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, that's just called let's go rock. You know, but it's the people who need the growth, need the encouragement. Actually, again, I'm not doing micromanagement, but it's it's a skill, it's a trade, and it's we're not doing the mafia. It's just business, you know, putting a dead horse in the bed, but it's just business. I have to be a little dispassionate about them. I have to care enough for the individual to tell them the truth. You mentioned you know, you're setting up some of those metrics and, and, yep. and laying, them out, laying them out. Is that something where you you as the manager – set them out for the person you, you are managing them. So like you said, you're, you're assessing them and you're like, you know what, Brad, you, 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 you're not really good with numbers. So we're, I'm going to set you on a different path. Is that something that me as the manager does by myself in a vacuum or do you work with that person? Oh, absolutely. You work with that person. And then also in terms of establishing the standards to begin with, I think that the, the executives of a company lay out the, the, vision and mission and values and ethics of a company. And, and, you know, we either believe in quality or we don't. And then let's, you know, you cascade that down and now you go to the ops department and the techs in charge of wiring. And I tell the techs as the manager, we want quality wiring. 
and what that, you know, and let's say, how do we get our defects almost down to nothing? So that's the, that's the goal I'm going to give them as really a leader. And then it's like, what do you guys need to do that? You write the procedures, you write the policies. Let's, and then I'm going to incent you because man, if we have a hundred defects per thousand now, and we can get it down to 10 defects per thousand, somebody saved money someplace. And not everybody's you know, motivated by money, but it doesn't, you know, at some point in time, it's not about money, but for some people it is, but let's share that pool. But also let's hold them up as somebody who's, you know, guys, they built the standard that moved us from 100 to 10. That's something to reward and acknowledge in public. Yeah. And then that new person coming in, that apprentice, he's not being held to my standard. He's being held to the standard developed by the people above him who he wants to move into and do their job. So I think that managers need to enforce standards, but not write standards. Well, it's also that they're creating it based on their knowledge of the job and what needs Absolutely. to be done. You're, you're setting the, the, the goal, right? Yep. You're just not dictating how you, how they get to that goal. Yeah. Cause oftentimes I'll, I mean, I'll go in and cycle like, oh, and who wrote that procedure? Well, the boss did. And then you, and then they go right after that who hasn't been in the field for 15 years. And I'm like, going, well, then I'm sure people are following this. And they're like, no, no, we just look like we do. So you've got to set that. You've got to have the people. Again, that's that conversation with leadership. I got to set the vision and the mission. And then I do have, I, management has organizational uh, authority, organizational responsibility, and they need to hold people accountable to their task. That's my job as a manager. That's where those three words come from. Leadership doesn't have that. Leadership can be anyone in the company that's really forwarding the company. And I think, again, we confuse the two. Uh, and then managing, again, good performers is easy. Managing people who aren't performing is difficult. And what I find, uh, and when we get into management, there's competence and behavior. And we often collapse those two. Uh, I think we tolerate a lot of great competent to people who just behave poorly. And then we tolerate people who behave really well, who are incompetent. So it's, it's one of those, let's not collapse the two, but let's really work towards it. And so uh, one of the, you know, again, the best things I've ever been as a manager of throughout my career and as a consultant, it's like watching people, you know, you can call, you know, butterfly, butterflies coming out of their cocoon or whatever. But when people get it and are proud of what they do, I succeeded. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That'll be a good place to stop there, sir. Uh, how do people get a hold of you, Brad, or uh, Navigate Management Consulting? Think, uh, email me at brad.malone at navigatemc.com. Or they can visit our new online uh, training academy, Navigate Academy, at uh, navigateacademy.net. So we'll love to see them there. Uh, for us, for AV Nation, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Find this program and a host of others. While you're there, check out our underwriter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you the AV profession and so much more. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 